Welcome to the Yes Lady with Charla A, your encouragement solutions for outrageous business. I'm thrilled to have a very special guest today, Cameron Cushman of One Million Cups. It's time to say yes to your future. Each week, Charla A interviews business owners that are breaking the mold. Tune in each Thursday to discover how you can too. Here's your host, the Yes Lady herself, Charla A. And Cameron, your passion or your topic today is creating a vibrant entrepreneurial ecosystem in Fort Worth and I would say globally. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Charla. I'm really glad to be here today. And I'm glad. Uh, thank you for coming. And we have, uh, I know that I discovered One Million Cups, if I'm not mistaken, it was the, the month I discovered Offbeat Business Media. And, I, you know, I thought, whoa, and Startup Weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, that's where I met you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like showed up knowing nothing, hadn't been networking in a long time. And I showed up at, at um, Startup Weekend, met you, and then went to One Million cups that next Wednesday. And so uh, let me go back and explain some of this. Cameron has been building entrepreneurial communities for more than a decade and has, and is currently serves as the director of innovation ecosystems at the university of North Texas health science center in Fort Worth. And that's a mouthful. It is. I say it a lot too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm just going to read that. But you have a great, you've got a lot of credentials. You were in Washington, D.C. working for the Bush administration. You've been a lot of places, but primarily around the entrepreneurial startup businesses. Is that correct? It's exactly right. Yeah, my resume doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> it's kind of all over the Greek, map. Yes. And uh, the academic uh, stop was one I hadn't made yet. So worked in the federal government, private nonprofit, for-profit, and now academia. So, uh, so it was just the next one to, to complete the cycle. Awesome. You know, that's great. And I thank you for putting the nutshell in there. Sure. So I didn't have to, um, now, you know, I mean, it's awesome and everybody wants to know, but they can read it on the website. You got it. <laughs> so, uh, we have, so 1 million cups is something that when I showed up, I was pretty, I was just amazed. Can you explain? And the reason I was amazed is because there were startups presenting mm-hmm. and then there were business owners giving advice at the end and, and giving more uh, information or asking questions, good questions from these startups. So from your perspective, where do, you were the co-founder of this, this uh, uh, what do we want to call it? It's a movement, a mm-hmm. global movement. Yeah. So Women in Cups really started as a, as a movement uh, by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And the idea is that if you're an entrepreneur, starting a company is probably the hardest thing you're ever going to do in your entire life. And it's a lonely journey. It's a hard journey. You've got to take a lot of risk. And people just withdraw because they're so focused on their own company. And what we try to do is to bring them out in the community, give, give them an opportunity to tell their story, talk about what they're doing, what they're building, what their passion is, and then engage with the rest of the community. Because if you don't know who the startups are that are operating in your area, then you don't know how to help them. And so this is, uh, One Million Cups is really a vehicle for entrepreneurs to get out there and tell their stories so that people can figure out a way to come around them and support them and help them. Uh, It started uh, about six and a half years ago at the Ewing Marion Kaufman Foundation in Kansas City. 
I was working there and was put on a new job to build the entrepreneurial community in Kansas City. And I just hired my young intern, a guy named Nate Olson. He was right out of school. And so we were figuring out how we were going to do this. And I said, Nate, how many startups can you name in Kansas City? He couldn't get off one hand. And I said, huh, I couldn't do it either. Wow. So I said, well, what if we just invited the entrepreneurs, uh, these three that we knew, what if we just invited them in for a cup of coffee and have them, told us their, have them tell us their story, tell us what they're working on? So we had 12 people show up at the first event. We had two local startups come in and tell us what they were working on. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Those entrepreneurs came back the next week because they were curious to see who was presenting after them. And then the startups that we'd booked in advance after we decided we were going to continue it uh, started coming in advance to see what it was. And it just perpetually grew from there. Uh, And it was really based on the idea that if we could drink a million cups of coffee with local entrepreneurs, then it would fundamentally change the way that we thought about our entrepreneurial ecosystems. Gives me chills. I just love it. It's such a simple concept, um, but but it has been really powerful. And we had no intent to scale it. We had no intent to do anything with it other than just do it for ourselves. And about nine months in, after the Kansas City one had grown to be about 75, 100 people a week, which was just phenomenal to us, and we were booking out six or eight weeks in advance, a guy from Des Moines, Iowa showed up. And he said, hey, I heard about this thing. This is really cool. Can I bring this to Des Moines? Sure. Okay. (laughs) What would it look like? Tell us more. He said, well, I've got a friend who owns a coffee shop. We have some great startups that I'd like to highlight as well. And One Million Cups was really born from there, where it just started scaling. Uh, Today, it's in about 175 cities in the U.S., It's now in about 10 countries worldwide under a different brand, and there's about 900 volunteer community organizers, just like myself, that are putting it on in their cities around the country. Nobody's paid. There's, I think, one paid staff member in Kansas City that still kind of runs everything from the top, but everybody else is completely volunteer. That's, you know, it's so unheard of in in our community that everybody is looking for the, the big bucks or the... Absolutely. What's in it for me? And what's in it for them is they want to build their startup community. Most of them are entrepreneurs themselves. They wish they would have had something like this when they were starting or they've been a part of it and it's their turn to give back. And uh, I think the magic of it too is that the organizers tend to rotate about every nine months to a year because we want to bring in that fresh blood. We want to give other people a chance to lead in their own communities. And it, uh, it creates a group of leaders that builds up over time and it really becomes a transformative thing. The... Business owners that are, so what I noticed there is it's a very strict time one hour mm-hmm. every Wednesday morning mm-hmm. nine to ten mm-hmm. and, and at least in the in the DFW area I'm sure it is pretty much that way around the country that we try to keep it to Wednesdays at nine a.m. but when you got into some smaller communities uh, we created some flexibility in for different communities to do it a, l- a little bit of a different way some meet a little earlier some meet a little bit later. Um, and some only meet monthly. Uh, there are certain cities where you just there aren't enough entrepreneurs to go around to do an event weekly. However, the magic in some of these medium-sized to large cities is that it does meet weekly. So I always tell people, oh, I can't come to that. I've got a meeting next week. Great. When's the next Wednesday at 9 a.m. available on your calendar? I know you're not available. I know you're not scheduled three months out. I don't care if you come in three months. Just put it on your calendar. And so that always uh, kind of removes excuses from people right. to say, I really have no excuse for not at least checking this out. Um, and it's interesting because it has not done very well in places where you think it might do really well. There's not one in San Francisco or Silicon Valley. That's There's what not I was one ask. in Houston. Right. Because those cities have so much else going on 
that they don't need something like One Million Cups. Where it's really had power is in places like Madisonville, Kentucky. Antelope Valley, California. I have no <laughs> idea where Antelope Valley, California is, but they got a One Million Cups. So how do we... I think it's kind of an interesting model to think about uh, when it's the only game in town, how it can be even more transformative, particularly in a per capita sense, than it is in a city like Fort Worth or Dallas or some of these larger metropolitan areas. Which is where we are. Yes. And it is doing extraordinarily well in Fort Worth, and mm-hmm. I haven't been to the other ones in around. And what I, what I took from my first and second time there the entrepreneurs are up there, and they're giving, they're pouring their heart and their soul into some really interest, very diverse businesses. It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. as long as they have a concise or a good presentation that they can make in six minutes. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And that's why we put the time limit on them is because people can just drone on and talk on forever. But it's also the ability to, to say what your business does in a very concise way. Most of this is practice for the entrepreneurs, right? They can make all those mistakes in front of the community in front of a live studio audience, so to speak, rather than in front of an investor or a potential big customer. So get all your ums out, you know, screw it up in front of a friendly crowd rather than in front of that big investor that you really need to invest in your business. Uh, we liken it to Shark Tank, but it's friendly, right? So it's just like Shark Tank in the fact that you're pitching your business, but it's friendly. So we call it a dolphin tank. Dolphin tank, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, well, you know, the sharks are moving out. That's right. That's <laughs> I'm right. telling you, as we know. So, and what I noticed was the um, the high caliber of business owners that are committed to coming in and really sewing into that that entrepreneur. And yeah, they, and that's what's fun is you never know who's going to be in the crowd. It's a free audit. It's a free. It's free to present. It's free to attend. We always serve free coffee. coffee. Free coffee. <laughs> Sometimes we even have food when we have a sponsor. And, uh, but it's a great way to plug into whoever's going to show up in the crowd. Um, I can go, I've got countless stories of people who they got up, they presented, they needed something, and the crowd was able to meet that need uh, in various ways. They were looking for a co-founder. They were looking for investment. They were looking for connections. Um, and they got up, and, and one of the things that got baked into the culture early on was the last question we always ask every presenter, so they present for six minutes, then they get about 20 minutes of Q&A time with the audience. The last question we always ask is, what can we, the entrepreneurial community in our city, do to help you and your startup? And, uh, and you know, it's, it's usually simple things, and sometimes it's really complicated things. I'm looking to raise a million and a half of seed capital from a strategic investor, that blah, 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 blah. And it's, hey, I'm glad that you, I'm really glad that you know that. But more often, it's just... Hey, I need connections in this industry. Or does slide seven make sense to you guys? Uh, what do you think of my branding, my tagline, my colors, my design, my logo? Um, and, and this is a great way to provide feedback in a friendly way to a startup that just needs help. And sometimes it's harsh a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it's, it's um, straightforward. You know, maybe you need a little bit more work in this area. Maybe you do need some partners, you know, something like that. So I, I just feel like um, it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant idea, and I'm really happy that we connected. Mm-hmm. And how does it relate to Startup Weekend, which is where I met you, which was, I had never heard of it, and I showed up going, whoa, seven, how many, what, there were 80 presentations, or no, 35 presentations, mm-hmm. I believe, or, of startups that created a business over a weekend? Right. So not not related at all, except for it's all the same crowd, right? So it's the crowd who care about entrepreneurship. They care about startups. 
and they're people who want to educate others and find ways to give back. Um, but Startup Weekend started about uh, a few years before One Million Cups started, and it was started by some guys in Boulder, and they just got together and said, you know, what if we could build a company, do a startup in a weekend? What would that look like? And they were able to do it. They, they took a lot of lessons, and then it started to kind of spread just by word of mouth. And eventually they hired some management, hired some leadership, got some grants to take it to the next level. Now it's run all around the world. They do thousands of events. And the concept is really simple. They take one-minute presentations of an idea. You're not supposed to have worked on it at all. They take one-minute pitches on a Friday night, usually informally over pizza and beer, and then they build on that idea throughout the course of the weekend. The group uh, who is signed up to go through Startup Weekend uh, self-selects around the best ideas. They build on that throughout 54 hours of the weekend, and then on Sunday night, they present to a panel of judges from the community. So on Sunday night, you end up with anywhere from six or eight to 11 or 12 different companies that were just ideas 54 hours ago. Everybody's built a website. Some have a working app. Some have turned revenue. Our last one had turned revenue just on Saturday night. He sold one. (laughs) It was a concept in the morning, and he sold one that night. And then uh, the winner, you know, usually gets some cash and prizes, but it's really about the experience. It's really about learning. There's no better way to learn about how to do a startup than to do one. And so let me just stop you because it's time to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with the Yes Lady with Charla A. with Cameron Cushman. The American business economy is positioned as it has never been before. Professional videography is a core element for attracting a higher level of engagement with the people group you need for significant impact. Now is your time to shine. My name is Bill Brock, owner of White Rock Films, and I invite you to a powerful opportunity in the marketplace, an opportunity to draw excited people to your events, an opportunity to showcase your ideas on infrastructure, an opportunity to become known as the industry authority and enjoy the associated benefits of a strong, influential brand. Video highlights, video teaches, video puts a resistant market at ease, and video stirs the hearts and imaginations of your allies and strategic client base. White Rock Films offers full audio, video production for businesses ready to embrace the future, handling your project with professionalism, experience, and polish unheard of in the industry. My name is Bill Brock, and White Rock Films wants your business. See us online at whiterockfilms.com. Experience the zeal difference. It's my favorite beverage. I never thought nutrition could taste so good. I know it's why I feel the best I've ever felt. Wouldn't start my day without this beverage. Every once in a while, a product comes along that's so innovative, it has the ability to shake up how we feel about nutrition. You're about to be introduced to a -a one-of-a-kind nutritional powerhouse. It's scientifically formulated and backed by a landmark clinical trial. This wellness product has created a movement that has already generated over $300 in sales. It continues to change lives, create a thirst in people to be healthier, and is inspiring generations in ways other beverages simply do not. It's called Zeal, and thousands of people worldwide, just like you, appreciate that it takes the guesswork out of nutrition and why it's loved by so many. If you don't experience the Zeal difference in 30 days, we'll refund your money. Join us in this movement and experience the Zeal difference. Active killer shootings are no longer happening somewhere else. 
What would we do without a solid police force we can count on? News media across the nation would have you think we can't be sure we can trust our local law enforcement to have our best interests at heart. Blue Dragon International Consultants are here to support our first responders as they support the communities they serve. Retired Navy SEALs, FBI Crime Commission advocates, heads of homicide and violent gang units, high-ranking commissioned military officers and retired police sergeants. These men are the best of the best with multiple decades of experience protecting us on our homeland and abroad. And they're making sure the skills and techniques your officers have save lives and protect communities. Show your support for our men and women in blue August 30 through 31st, 2018, Thursday and Friday before Labor Day weekend right here in DFW. Blue Dragon presents Developing a Bulletproof Mind and a Bulletproof Heart. Two days to discover the most effective ways to respond to school and church shootings, ISIS threats, transnational gangs, and emotional recovery post-trauma. If your small business backs the blue, go to BDIC.net to discover critical ways you can support your first responders with your product or services and be included in the coveted Founder Circle as this training makes its way across the country. Blue Dragon presents critical tactics and strategies to face threats successfully and quickly resolve active killer shootings if they come to your neighborhood on August 30th through 31st, 2018. This all-star cast of legendary training superstars comes together for the first annual Blue Dragon Presents series to help our officers with effective procedures that meet today's challenges quickly with expert accuracy. Blue Dragon Presents, developing a bulletproof mind and a bulletproof heart to help our officers recover better and end the escalated suicide, addiction, and divorce rates that happen when we stumble past the unique and peculiar needs of traumatized officers. We can respond better. We can support better. We can heal our nation. Blue Dragon presents. Go to BDIC.net for information on a training event near you. BDIC.net, protecting and serving those who are protecting and serving us. Welcome back to the Yes Lady with Charla A. I've got Cameron Cushman here with One Million Cups, and we're just talking about Startup Weekend, which is a separate but inter- interrelated entrepreneurial think tank, basically. Is that what you would call Startup Weekend? So, it's, it's almost more like a competition. Oh, um, we, that's we, right. we try to focus less on the competitive aspect of it and more on the learning aspect, but there's really no better way uh, to learn about how to do a startup than to do one in an entire weekend. And these startups come to a realization on Monday morning when the alarm goes off and they wake up and they got to go back to that day job. And some of them probably hate their day jobs, but they had an awesome weekend. They're exhausted. They're wiped out. They stayed up. They were coding all night long on Saturday night. And they have to come to this realization, you know, do I want to pursue this startup or do I want to go and go back to my day job? And it's a, it just creates a really interesting uh, mental exercise for folks when they have had all this excitement and then they get back to their desk on Monday morning and they've got to kind of get back to the, the, the grind, essentially. So, uh, so yeah, it's more of a competition, but it's really about the educational aspects of uh, all aspects of creating everything in the course of a weekend. Well, I went Friday night. I didn't stay the whole weekend. I came back for the presentation Sunday night. They eight of them. Yeah. Presented full blown businesses with with you know slides and and product and and I, I was just shocked at how much had uh, had accomplished and it was like sixty or eighty people in the room that chose the one they wanted to work on and work with and it's a community that coming together it's a brilliant concept and it's in all over the world now too mm-hmm. so I want to bring around I've, um, Weren't you in Turkey last year, last month? I was indeed, yes. I got invited to go to Istanbul to participate in the Global Entrepreneurship Congress. 
Wow. How many countries were invited or how many states or how did that happen? Wow. Sure. There were about uh, 2,000 people there from 170 different countries. Uh, a lot of Turks showed up because it was in their own backyard. But this was the 10th iteration of this conference. And I was brought over to basically share the love of One Million Cups from the United States and try to encourage its growth in overseas markets. So they launched it at the previous Global Entrepreneurship Congress at Johannesburg. And it took root in about 10 different cities uh, or 10 different countries, uh, Russia being the best example. Russia started up nine different chapters in nine Russian cities, uh, Moscow, and then a bunch of cities you've never heard of. Um, <laughs> I can't but, pronounce. Or can't, well, that's certainly for me. They... Uh, So under in, in the international context, they had to change the brand. It's called Startup Huddle. And uh, we, have, we got inf interest from Australia. There was a guy that I met uh, from uh, Palestine. And he was talking about how hard it is to build an entrepreneurial community in Ramallah. And, you know, we're sitting here in the United States. And, you know, we can kind of say rah-rah and, and, you know, go startups. This guy's literally, you know, under, living under threat of his life. And he's trying to build a startup community. Uh, I also got the privilege of going to a business plan competition, international business plan competition, actually put on by our State Department. And the winner of the competition was from Syria. Ooh. Same sort of thing. I mean, his country is in civil war, and he's building a startup. It just kind of blows your mind. And it also clued me in that entrepreneurship is no longer an American phenomenon. It's going on all around the world, whether we like it or not, and it's changing the world, hopefully in good ways, in many good ways, uh, hopefully all good ways. But I was just really encouraging to see this global perspective on entrepreneurship. And I'm, I'm very excited and honored that someone I get to know was the one from our country, basically, to represent. Were there others in the country that went? Or, well, you there were, Yeah, that. there were many U.S. citizens that, that went um, from various aspects. There were some researchers that went over that are experts in this world. There were some American entrepreneurs that went over. Um, I was one of six of the One Million Cups organizers in the United States. So had a guy from, two folks from Florida, somebody from North Dakota, Kansas City, and we all went over there together to just basically give our perspective on what it looks like to launch a One Million Cups or start a puddle in their uh, country, and then how to run it after that, and why it's important. You know, why do you want to do this? It's the cheapest, easiest way you can plug your startups into your local community, and that's really the message we try to leave people with is this is such an easy, cheap event to do. And it will fundamentally change the way that your, uh, your city, your country thinks about startups. And it's an incredible network opportunity mm -hmm. because I'm there listening and maybe asking a good question or an a interesting uh, comment about them. And, and, then, and then we can also find out what other community events are going on mm -hmm. in, the, uh, in the area and meet and greet and be in, it's usually at a local uh, community, uh, what is it, the, like the- Like a co-working space? A uh, co-working spaces, I'm so sorry about that. But, but, it, but it, it depends on the location, okay. right? Um, Kansas City meets at the uh, Kauffman Foundation. They've got about a 250-person room that they meet in. It's a big, glorious room with giant ceilings. St. Louis, I don't know if they do this anymore, but St. Louis met in a television station. Hmm. It was the local PBS affiliate. They would broadcast it every week with this like professional, professionally done television wow. show. Uh, Dallas meets in a co-working space. We meet in a co-working space. It started in a coffee shop in Fort Worth. And it was kind of a funny moment where you say, uh, sorry, everyone, we're about to start One Million Cups. And all these you know, angry guys would start, <laughs> you know, close their laptops and walk out or something. So uh, every location looks a little bit different, but the idea is always the same. 
we, I think we're going to have to close this down in just a moment, but I want to know what is the most important thing you want our audience to know and how can they find out more about One Million Cups, about Startup Weekend. And there's a Startup Weekend coming up, right? October 5th through the 7th in Fort Worth. You got it. That's awesome. There's so many uh, fresh ideas and, and people that are willing to help people. And that's making a difference in our community, of course, is my big message and loving people where they are and loving them through their stuff. So it fits perfectly with my vision. And I'm extremely proud that you have taken that on and sat around. And I mean, it's people try for ever to get something to go viral, right? They try really hard. And all of a sudden, in five or six years, you've got something global and are really changing the world in a specific and big way. So Cameron, uh, how can, onemilliancups.com, mm-hmm. is that the best way to find it's out the number one, spell out oh, million, cups.com, yeah. Like your shirt. Yeah, that's right. Uh, onemilliancups.com. So is there anything else you would like to add uh, just before we close? I would say just plug into your local chapter. Um, plug into your local entrepreneurial community. Entrepreneurs operate everywhere, and they're super important to our economy. Uh, and innovation, wealth creation, all the things that we need more of in our world, entrepreneurs are, are behind that. They can solve uh, tomorrow's problems and, uh, and can do it in a way that creates jobs. And they're so smart. I tell you, there are so many brilliant ideas out there. So, Cameron, thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you soon at One Million Cups. You got it. The Yes Lady with Charla A. will be back in just a moment with the split-second transformation. I'm Charla Anderson, the Yes Lady, with your split-second transformation, powered by Zeal Wellness. Change your words, change your life. Today, there's a very special word that I learned about from Otto Frank, and Frank's father, from Cornelius Salk, who had received the missing pages from Otto Frank. They are survivors of the Holocaust. Everyone knows about Anne Frank's diary. Well, it's her father. He had a word. He said there's a three-letter word that causes all the prejudice and hatred. It doesn't cause it, but exacerbates the prejudice and hatred in our world. And that's a pretty powerful statement. He said the word the, T-H-E, the word the is what's causing so much of our problems back then, and I believe still is now. It was the Jews, the teenagers, the politicians, the doctors, the homeless, the attorneys. Well, maybe the attorneys are true. Just kidding. Think about that. When we try to cluster everyone into one group and we consider them as bright or wrong, or good, or bad, or worthy, or unworthy. We dehumanize the individuals. It's criminal. It's a brilliant point that Otto Frank made. Hitler was able to turn friendly neighbors into enemies 
by propaganda and, and initiating fear that the Jews were now bad as a group. They were our neighbors before. Is it happening in our world today? Can we take a stand against prejudice and hatred? We're all in this world together. We're all created. We all bleed red. Change your words, change your life. I'm Charla Anderson with your Split Second Transformation, powered by Zeal Wellness. Change your beverage, your nutrition, and change your life. This truly is an all-in-one nutritional beverage that will change your life. Charla.zealforlife.com That's all for The Yes Lady with Charla A. today. The Yes Lady with Charla A. is produced by the OBBM Network and available on demand at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. The Yes Lady also airs each Thursday at 12 and 8 p.m. on OBBM Radio, available on iTunes and offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Download the Offbeat Business app to get the Yes Lady TV and podcast on demand. To be a guest on The Yes Lady, call 817-808-7703. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.